in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to be in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Good morning, campers. Have no fear, happy campers. This year it's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Nice Made it to Camp Cobbacy and You're found good. Katie. Katie? Hello! You want to introduce yourself? I'm Katie Goodman. I'm the assistant director of Camp Cobbacy. You may remember Katie from the injury episode a couple months back. I hope you remember Katie from that episode because it was an intense one. Um, so we got here, put our stuff down, and we're about to go on a tour. Oh, boys camp is very active. Look at this baseball field. This is Bluey Field. This is like the crown jewel of fields. Tom, who is uh, Tom Donahue, who is our head of baseball, um, formerly coached for the Red Sox farm team. Sure. Um, and now coaches um, a high school team that often goes to the state championships in the state of Massachusetts. Um, he puts a lot of love and care into the field. Um, and we... I'm really proud of it. Baseball is a big program here. This is like the most perfect baseball field I've ever been next to. Non-professional, I'd say. We're gonna go this way. This way. Uh, they're going this way. I like that there's music pumping. <laughs> always, always music pumping. So Lloyd Johnson, who's our head tennis coach, um, came has always played music, and then recently, a couple years ago, said that they wanted like a space that was the tennis space. So we built the pavilion, and he sits up there and can watch over all of the tennis courts at one time. Um, but they and he DJs? He DJs, yeah. So it's like a mix. So he's from Jamaica. Most of our uh, tennis staff is Jamaican. So there's like a healthy mix of like reggae, Motown, pop, a lot of Whitney Houston. Oh. Um, it's, a good, it's a good mix, but it's nice. Is we, tennis a pretty big uh, sport here? Tennis is definitely a big sport here as well. The tennis yes. program. Yes. Um, Lloyd has been here for 20-something years. Quite a while. Uh, what part of day have we arrived in right now? So right now we are in fourth period. This is our last regular activity period of the day. After this, we have Kaba Choice, which is our elective period. And, and what's today's Kaba Choice? Today's Kaba Choice <laughs> is zombie apocalypse themed. Um, so all of our Kaba Choices are somehow related to zombies. We're going to have a water balloon toss that's like a brain toss. We're going to have a slip and slide that's like through zombie goo. We're gonna have a zombie hunt, obviously. And then we, when we get to the waterfront, you'll see our playscape, which is like our floating jungle gym. And we're having escape from the playscape. We oh. have to escape the zombies. It's testing everyone's, you know, it, it might happen one day. It so might. the kids might look back and be like, thank God I had zombie apocalypse day. <laughs> and normally our Kaba choices are more like staples at camp and then we throw in some fun ones, but we like, decided to some other examples? mix it up today. So we always have open tennis. Uh -huh. um, we have um, some specific, like we'll do like more specific things. So like baseball, they'll do like hitting practice or football, they'll do um, like kicking practice, things like that. Um, and then we have things like Gaga, 
Um, disc golf. I saw there was a disc golf hole there. We do. We have um, some Nobody knows golf what that is. Frolf, yeah. as it is called. Um, we do uh, practices, so Color War is coming up. So we'll have Color War game-themed copy choices. So, for example, two days ago, the oldest kids were running a practice for Gaga with the littlest kids. They also did practice handball because we play handball in our Color War. Um, so different things like that. We are approaching the lake right now, and we're a little bit blown away. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is a beautiful lake. Yeah. This is our amphitheater in front of us. And if you keep going, you see we have a totem pole, and these four oh. <laughs> these four animals are the animals of our tribal games. So Color War is two teams. It's always gray and blue, and the exact team names get decided by the captain uh, by the ch generals. Um, but tribal games is always the same four teams. It is always eagles, stags, owls, bears. Um, and those are the animals represented in our totem pole. Bears, eagles, stags, owls. Yes. Two land-based, two air-based. We have our brotherhood sign, which the kids, you always got to touch it on your way uh. in. Yeah, you messed up. You messed up. See someone. And then these trees that make up the amphitheater are the trees that were um, originally here in this spot. So we cleared out the space, but then used them to make our stage, which is in the C shape, and our benches. So what kind of stuff happens at the amphitheater? Mm. So campfires mostly happen at the amphitheater. We have one the second night of camp, not the first night of camp. Um, and then we have one mid-session, and then we have one at the um, last night of camp. What was for lunch today? Oh, Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, oh, really good. You missed a really good lunch. Oh. Our head chef, Chef Lewis, has been here 31 years. He makes everything from scratch, which, if you are familiar with camp cuisine, is not common. <laughs> he puts other camp chefs to shame. Um, and we have really exceptional food. And I'm not just saying that. We actually do. Whoa! And then this is our... Look at this waterfront. Water Oh my goodness. So we are very lucky because we are on a giant lake. Yeah. Our lake is about 11 miles long. What, what lake is this? Lake Cabasi Conti. Mm -hmm. um, there's two other camps on our lake, Camp Kippua, who is our sister camp, yes. and the YMCA Camp of Maine. Um, it's such a great lake. Our neighbors are like the best neighbors ever. Um, it's also really nice because it's such a big lake. Um, our spot feels very secluded and quiet, even though there's many people that use the lake. Mm -hmm. What's that Across the way, that's Spirit Island. That's our island. Wow. Um, our littlest guys do campouts over there. Actually, we have two bunks that are doing a camp out there tonight. So they go, they learn how to like pitch a tent and build a fire. They don't build a fire themselves, but they observe learning it. Um, and then they do s'mores, they tell stories, and they get to sleep out over there. Um, and it's really fun, a fun spot. What is this called? The Playscape? The Playscape. So the Playscape <laughs> is basically a floating jungle gym that our director, Josh, dreamt up. And then our amazing t facilities director, Tom Huber, like, then designed and created. So basically it has a giant swing. Um, like, it's like a hook. It's a hook. So not only can you swing, like, it's different than a rope swing because it has, like, a trapeze end to it. Yeah. So you can also do flips um, and get really fancy and creative with it. Then there's three different um, 
diving docks. Okay. Um, well, the really tall one is on the far side, so it goes into like very deep water. Um, and then it has we have a climbing wall, so you can like fall backwards into the water. So anyone on the playscape wears a PFD, a personal flotation device, because um, it's over very deep water. But it's super fun, and that's a very common place to find kids during Cava Choice. Also during Lakeside which is our last activity period of the day. Everyone in camp comes to the lake. They either can go swimming, play on the playscape or the rave, um, or they can sit on this hill and read and chill. Um, but everyone ends the day together down at the waterfront. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Love it. Yeah. They also have a water trampoline, which is like my dream. The blob. And the blob. Um, and then this is our garden. Look at this garden. Yes, we are very proud of our garden. What do we grow here? We grow so much. So these are all cherry tomatoes. We have a bunch of different types of lettuce. We have a lot of like herbs and things. We have squash. We Who have... knew that that's what broccoli looks like before it's picked? Yeah, right? It grows up from the bottom. It's nice to show that you can do, you know, you can be a sports camp and have an epic garden. True. All right, can you start by telling us your name and how old you are and what bunk you're in? Okay, so my name is Colby. I'm a Brave, and my bunk is called Katahdin. Um, well, I'm Jack Kinney. I am 11 years old, and I'm from Chippewa. Um, my name is Nathaniel Asher. I'm 13 years old. I'm in Apache, and this is my fifth year at camp. Uh, my name is Jake Kelly. I am in Apache, and this is my fourth year at camp. Hi, I'm Julian. Uh, this is my uh, third year at Cobbesee. Um I'm in Crowbunk in the Warriors, and uh, I'm uh, 12, uh, no, 13 years old. I turned 13 um, July 25th, so a it's couple new. days ago. It's Were you at camp when you turned 13? Yeah. Oh, how'd that um, birthday go? Last Tuesday, I turned, uh, I turned uh, 13. It was fun. Hi, I'm Ethan. This is my seventh year at Cobbesee. I'm a Sachem, and I'm 15 years old. Uh, I want to know what's it like. Yeah, tell us about Sachem. <laughs> and what is it? Yeah, been? what does it mean to yeah. you that you're a Sachem? Well, being a Sachem is something you look forward to ever since your first year at camp, and the Sachem are people who you look up to, and you expect them to have a lot of really cool privileges and leadership opportunities, which we do. Okay. So with those, I guess, it's definitely been my favorite year and my most fun year. So is it also part of this idea that like you guys are the keepers of the traditions? Yeah, that, that's a big one. Yeah, so what, what does that mean exactly? That's, so that's really important to us. And so come time for Color War or before that, like say some kind of lead in the Color War chants, or during color war, one of the sachem is the captain, and that's an important role where not just the campers but the counselors get to look up to not only the captain but the entire all the sachem yeah. who are on the team. What's your favorite part about camp? My favorite part about camp is probably like meeting all the new friends and getting to know other people and the counselors, and I like playing sports a lot. So I like playing tennis and. Basketball, and swimming, and football. Cool. Basically everything. <laughs> you like every activity? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about camp is probably how nice the counselors are. That's such a good answer. <laughs> Do you have a favorite counselor? 
Um, probably Jerome. He's from my bunk, and um, he's my favorite counselor because he has such good stories. What, are they like scary stories or just stories about his life? Well, stories about his life, but some of them are scary. <laughs> he's done a lot of things. That's cool. What's your What's your favorite activity? Uh, probably baseball or basketball. Okay. Uh, personally, I do a lot of basketball outside of camp, so when I come here, I have to focus on it as well. Um, so that would probably be my favorite activity. What's your favorite food at camp? It's for dinner tonight, uh, bread bowls. Oh, oh bread, bread bowls? bowls. bowls. What kind of soup goes in this? It's like, like chicken pot pie. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's really good. Um, my favorite camp meal is the fried chicken. Oh. Does it come with any sides? Um, well, so sometimes it does. Like, one of the sides is french fries, but sometimes, not all the time. Yeah, fried chicken alone is still pretty great. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the easier questions on the list. <laughs> I definitely say Lewis's fried chicken. Uh, Lewis is known for his fried chicken, and it is delicious. We have it on the first night, uh, I think, and then I think the last, the last night, or yeah, the last, uh, not after the banquet, but like uh, visiting day. Um, probably chip riches, mm -hmm. which are like, yeah. yeah, ice cream sandwiches, but they're cookies. Oh, we're familiar. And pizza. <laughs> and pizza. We're familiar with that, too. Well, after banquet's definitely my favorite, having the lobster on the last night. Ooh. You had lobster on last night? Yeah. Okay. That's great. We had the lobster lunch, too, at camp. That's our favorite, too. Yeah. What's yours, Julian? Mine, I... Um, mine's very... Well, like, for each meal, I have a different favorite. Okay, yeah. do a breakfast, lunch, dinner. Do it. Like breakfast. So I like breakfast. I like the cinnamon rolls. Uh, last year I liked them the most. This year they were okay. I still <laughs> like them. Um, and then for lunch, I think I like the calzones the most. Okay. And then for dinner, I think it's also the banquet. I like the lobster. Yeah, lobster, yeah. man. We so good. We also heard good stuff about the fried chicken. The yeah, fried, fried chicken, chicken is good, same. too. And we also heard about the chip witches. Oh, yeah, the chip witches. Chip witches are good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't usually like chip witches out of camp, obviously, but it's just some for some reason everyone chants chip witches in, uh, in Camp Cobbacy, and so everyone, like, it's like they're so much more special. And you yeah. just need to have yeah, one. Yeah, and they just taste a lot better. And we have something <laughs> called a chipwich challenge. What's that? So Josh told us. Um, uh, you pretty much, if you throw the chip, if you have the chipwich in its wrapper, and you open it and catch it in your mouth in one motion, you win a hundred dollars from Josh. Has anyone ever won the chipwich challenge? Um, no. No. Uh, have you been on any trips this summer yet? Yeah, there's one. Two trips. So one of the trips we go to Spirit Island. It's like one of the islands in the lake. So we canoe there and then we camp out for a night. How was that? Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Did you make any good cookout food? Pizza. Pizza! Have you been on any trips this summer? Yes, we went to um, Coos Canyon and um, we jumped off cliffs and um, also we went down the river. What's the best thing that's happened so far this summer? Best thing that's happened so far this summer, um, probably being in the bunk as my with my friends, which I've been in for three years so far. Just chilling. That's the best thing. I love it. Um, I had a pretty fun time in Watermelon League this year. Uh, my team. We had What's a that? Oh, so Watermelon League. Um, yeah. On some, it's like it's a, a competition between campers, and it's like a smaller color war in a way, and they do it. Um, and the Braves and the Warriors and the Council and Sachem. And this year was my first year as a Watermelon League in 
council, so the station were the captains, and they picked teams, and I was lucky enough to be on a, a pretty good team, and uh, we go and we play sports um, most nights and occasionally on days, and whoever has the most wins at the end of, I don't know, I'd say a week or so, a week and a half, uh, will win Watermelon League. Well, my favorite thing that happened this summer was probably getting to see uh, my friend from first session, Thatcher Brown. He came back to second session, and I didn't even know he was coming to camp. Cool. Wait, so you did first session before, and now you're a second sessioner? Okay, so you're, you can talk to us about, not color war, what's the other thing? Uh, tribal games. Tribal games. All right, so tell us about that. So tribal games, it's when four teams, they face off together. The owls, eagles, stags, and bears. Uh-huh. And um, I was on the eagles my first year at Cobsey, and I was on owls my second year of Cobsey, and it's just all sports that you play and stuff like that. So it's like, a, how long is the competition? Like a couple days? Yeah, a couple days. All right. So what's the best thing that has happened so far? Probably uh, when I got blobbed. Like we have a trampoline <laughs> in the lake, and yeah. I got blobbed like super high. By like a counselor or another yeah. camper? A guy named Colton. He's really good at blobbing. <laughs> That's good awesome. Colton, good at blobbing. It's like... You're on the like uninflated. You, you explain it. Go ahead. So you're on like uh, so there's a trampoline in the water, and then there's a inflatable blob basically, and then you go on to one end, and you just wait, and then the other counselor jumps off the trampoline and bounces, and you go flying. It's so fun. <laughs> that awesome. sounds super fun. What's one thing that you've learned this summer? Um, one thing I learned this summer is um to be polite to everyone. Wow. And, like ask for if you're gonna ask for something you should ask politely instead of meanly. Where are you from? I'm from Darien, Connecticut. Oh, very nice. Yeah, you're very polite. Yeah. I can tell people from Connecticut are very polite. <laughs> yeah. You're representing well. Something I've learned about myself. Yeah. Um I trust people I trust some people and I don't trust others. Oh. So if like someone like does something behind my back I know there's always a way to find out about it. And also, like, if someone needs to give something to me to keep for the day, then if, I, if there's someone that I trust, then I'll give it, then they can give it to me. Mm -hmm. They can trust me. And I also, like, find out, like, who I'm really close with at camp. And who, like, if I, if I need help or I need to ask a question, I can go to them. Being, like, campers and counselors and all that stuff. Yeah, kind of figuring out who, figuring out who your people are. Who people yeah. Are, sure. yeah, definitely. Cool. I think I learned how to connect with those around me. Um, in a, like a, in a deeper sense, I guess. Um, I've been with these guys for uh, four years now, and you know I, I know them and I trust them, and I'm happy to spend time with them. And you know I just really appreciate my time here. Um, so yeah. Cool. What do you? So again, we, we were saying a little bit before we started recording that uh, Sammy and I grew up going to an all-girls camp. What do you guys think is the value of this being an all-boys camp? And, and could you even imagine if it was like a co-ed camp or something like that? Well, I think like boys focus more on their friendships and relationships with people. And if there were girls here, they'd be focused on like other things. Sure. sure. So I think it like maintains your you maintain your focus on getting better at sports, becoming better friends with someone, or achieving achieving a goal rather than like getting a girl. So sure. cool. What do you think? Uh, I think being in all boys camp in a way helps you to focus a little more. Um, 
not just like because girls are a distraction, but like just because, um, I guess, you know, the competition's there and like people know what you're going through as a boy and they know, you know, where you want to be and, you know, who you want to be. And I think uh, the brotherhood that's here is a lot different than it would be if it was a co-ed camp. For sure. And relationships. Do either of you guys have a sister at Chippewa or anything like that? I have a sister at Chippewa. Chippewa. <laughs> My bad. Uh, you Chippewa do. Okay, I've heard no, the name. Yeah, Plenty no, of. Uh, you have a sister there. Yeah, I have a sister at Kabul. That's cool. Um, and so you guys end up having kind of like a, a, a joint day together at some point, right? Yeah. Well, we had carnival. Yeah. Well, um, can you tell us about carnival? And then, so Jake's from from your per, from your sister perspective, <laughs> and then also from a perspective of like seeing, seeing girls and, and meeting people, <laughs> and because you guys are thirteen, and like that was the, that was definitely <laughs> yeah. the age at our camp where we were like excited about going to socials yeah, and like and dances and all that. So we wanted your perspective on that. Yeah. Well, uh, so I saw my sister at carnival, and then there was like a brother sister lunch uh, t uh, two days ago. So I saw her then. Cool. Like, she doing well? She's all right? Yeah, she's fine. She's, <laughs> she's fine. But like, yeah, I guess, like, seeing girls at, like, the only time I get to see girls is at carnival. And at Cobb there used to be, like, a lot more socials, but now they're kind of, like, narrowing it down, which is okay. But, like, yeah, just to, like, focus on brotherhood and that. Yeah, yeah, which, which, is, which can be good, but it can also have its downside. Its drawbacks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I saw my sister, and I see her, like, once a week, which is good enough. Yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> Jake, how do you like the girls over there? <laughs> uh, um, I really do enjoy carnival. I think it's a time for us to, you know, have fun and relax. Because, I mean, here, I mean, even though we're meant to have fun, it is some fierce competition. And I think when we go to carnival, we're able to relax and connect with those who we don't usually see throughout throughout the summer. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a, overall, it's a really fun time. Uh, do you have any favorite traditions here at camp? Color war. Um, what are you most looking forward to at the end of camp? Um, well, I'm mostly looking forward to see my parents, but also I'm looking forward to Color War. Tell us about Color War, Ethan. How does it go down? How does it break? I want to know what, go, what, how's, what goes on. We didn't have Color War at our camp. Alright, so, feels like a normal day. Everyone's kind of anticipating Color War, and when... There's usually some sort of special break, like last year it was fireworks, or the year before, can't really remember. It was, uh, oh no, that was the station fake break. They, well, um... There was like a time capsule there thing. There was a time capsule, and that, that got dug up, and then there was a CD, a CD that was in the time capsule, and they played it. Ancient technology. And they played it, and they played it, and um, it said like, it was talking about like Cobbacy, right? And then it was like... Then it was like color war, and it was explaining about color war, and then it was like color war breaks now. That's then, cool. No, and then no, and then it was like run, and then it was like run. Was that wasn't that the stage and fake break though? Yeah, that was the, that was the stage and fake break, but that was is that a fake out? Yeah, yeah so the stage don't have breaks. one opportunity to fake that a color really war break. break. Have you, you guys faked that yet? that yet? We haven't yet. Okay. So th there's usually always one br one fake break before the actual break. Yeah. Usually. Okay. So the younger kids must like forget that and be like, oh, it's happening. We we usually tell them something like we lose our break or. Oh right, right, right. Like we got it taken away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've been telling a lot of kids recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's uh, color wars. Color wars um fun just in general because it's the last, it's very hype and it's the last five days of um, camp and when it breaks everyone runs to the Cobbadome. 
three cannons will blow, and then we will rock you a plane. That's how you know it's color. Okay. We okay. have to run to the Cobbadome and Griff, which is our... Uh, Griff, he makes the color war teams. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes to the Cobbadome and he divvies up. He has two hatchets for one hatchet for each general. Uh huh. The blue team and the gray team, and um, then each basically everyone gets divvied up into teams, and your general will um, have to like lead you in uh, different sports that you play against the other team in different age groups. So here's a question: When you're on, um, when you're on the other team, when you're on your teams, is it like blood all the time? Is it like you don't talk to the other team in the dining hall, or is it just only when you're playing sports? So there is quiet meals, silent meals. Oh, why it's, do you have silent meals? So, uh, so people, so like, like I guess no, like, like, uh, arg like fights or arguments break out. It's also just to like respect color war, I guess, and just like it's like a break in color war. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think it's just it's just the way it's been in tradition, and it's like to represent like almost like a real war. We're not going to be You're talking not be buddies with yeah. your, with the other team. Yeah, so you you sit by your team, but it's still everyone's silent except for the counselor table and Is the. Is it every meal during color war? Well, yeah, every meal during color war is silent. Whoa! And you can lose points for talking. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What team were you on last year? I was on blue last year. We lost in tug of war, which is tough. Do you have an allegiance to either teams, or is it every year? It every every year it changes. Gray. Oh, gray all the way. But Julian's gray all the way. Yeah, well, gray's won the last six years, five years, so oh. yeah, because of Julian. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, our team colors were brown and tan, which are not as good as blue. We also went to a camp that <laughs> was a non-competitive non -competitive camp. camp. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Sounds really weird and really different. <laughs> Julian, what do you think? Non-competitive? Non-competitive. Is that for I you? Think competition is good as long as it's sportsmanlike, and that's, yeah. that's one of the. So values. you try as hard as you can, and then you you know shake hands yeah. and say good good play. And you shouldn't carry grudges after games yeah. or anything like that. So and that's what's kind of cool about color war. Like, you play your heart out, and it's pretty emotional after the game. But then two hours later, you get to play another sport against the same exact people. So yeah. Um. All right. What else about? Do you have any other color war questions? What are the sports you, you play? You do regular sports, but then you also do like weird stuff, right? Like trivia and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the big ones are, um, just the sports like. Baseball, football, soccer, basketball, especially for the Sachem, who get to play all their sports under the lights in oh, front cool. of the entire camp right. at nighttime. So those are really cool, and that's something, another thing people look forward to, to being a Sachem. But, yeah, during meals, there'll be, there'll be, like, a trivia or a, like, can you name that actress or actor kind of thing. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah. Also, there's um, the main things, uh, like, different things that are, aren't really sports but traditions that um happen in color war so there's so both teams make a shield for their team oh, oh yeah, we, we saw, saw some of those in the dining hall they're, they're insane your, general, your generals decide the team names and then they make a shield for each team and and there's big big um there's these big traditions that get you um a lot of points so there's One's the shield, whichever team has the best shield, the judges decide. Um, there's burn the rope, where there's a rope uh, 
uh, two poles, uh, wooden poles, have a rope overhead, and you burn. You have to. Each team makes a fire and tries oh, to, to get it high up. The, okay. Skin the snake, which is not what it's kind of like it sounds, but it's not. It's not actually <laughs> well, it skinning. Like there's a live you don't. Well, you don't skin the snake. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's like a complicated thing. Um, how would you explain? It's pretty much a race where everyone is holding hands between their legs, and everyone has to run back, fall down, stand up, and hold on and whip, which is everyone like runs to the side. And the first team to finish that. I didn't get it. Yeah, I've done it every year for the last six years, and it's kind of painful. It's not fun waking up for it, but. Winning it is everything, so. Uh, then there's also the tug of war, hatchet hunt, which is uh, one of my favorites. I think hatchet hunt is one of my favorites because hatchet hunts at night, right? It's just with the warriors, council, and uh, sea jump. And each team, so Griff gives out like a riddle each round of where the hatchet might be hidden somewhere on Camp Kavsi. And each, so each team will send out like a group each round to go try to go retrieve or find the hatchet. Uh, the rounds are five minutes, right? Five minute rounds. And you have to get back at, at the end of that five minutes. Uh, otherwise you like lose people, right? Yep. Um, so, so you send out like five people per round, right? Five yeah, people? Yeah, depends. Five, depends. Uh, depending on how confident you are that yeah. you know where the hatchet is, usually in the earlier rounds, they send out very few, but once they start to get feeling that they know where the hatchet is, they send more. Okay. And then you get five minutes, and at two minutes, they blow a blow horn. So that means you have to like get ready to get back, because otherwise you can get eliminated, and you don't want to... So you have to try to find the, hat, um, the hatchet. And... Um, last year, blue team found the hatchet, and it was way far up the track up there. It was had oh, so the hatchet is in one place the whole time, the whole time yeah. and he'll give you a riddle. Yeah, the riddles begin to make more yeah. sense when you put As them together. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it, I get yeah. it. Yeah. What are the some areas where they've been hidden? So, every year for the last couple of years, I've been sent out to go find the hatchet, and the round it's been found. Oh, and he's a lucky guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've usually been a decoy or last year I was told to go find it where it was and I went somewhere else <laughs> where it was so I would have found the hatch but I, maybe this year, this year yeah. Yeah, yeah there's always this year but so um it's like it's kind of scary when you go up by yourself like if you're all the way at the upper fields this by happens yourself at night or this happens at night it's pitch black oh, wow. out. but cool. so where they've been the last couple of years is on the exit road pretty far up by the upper fields last year two years ago it was by that by a sign down there, by down sign down the entrance road. Um, three years ago, it was attached to the window of the infirmary. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So. It's and, just an example. Yeah, and so when a team finds the hatchet, usually the hatchet's pretty far, right? So last year, Blue found the hatchet, right? Uh, who found it exactly? Very. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So he found. So someone found it. Then they hit it. They hit it um, behind a rock you closer. You bring the hatchet back late if you're going to be late coming back since you only have five minutes. Oh. So, so then you have to rehide it and tell your team where it is so they have to go get it the next round. So that's what happened. And they hit it in a dumpster last year. And then a kid ran and got it. Oh, I see. So, like, you're like, if you think you're going to be, you found it, but you yeah. think you're going to be late, you hide yeah. it somewhere else. Yeah. 
and then the next round you tell the yeah. people where it is yeah. and then you go get it. That's great. Got it. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So let me ask you, so there's a blue team and a gray team, and are you always on the same team, or does it switch off? It switches up. It's kind of random. So what were you on last year? I was on blue. Out blue lions. Blue lions. And the team. The animal changes, right? Each the team. Well, the well, team name it changes. Have to be an animal. It oh. Just be team name. Cool. Because one of the years it was gray empire. I saw that in the dining room. That's super cool. Um, if you could name your ideal color war team, what do you think it would be? The blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Savage Squad. The Sandwich Squad? No, the Blue Savage Squad. Savage Squad. Sandwich <laughs> squad. I was like, oh, I like the Blue Savage, Savage squad. squad. That's a good name. Yeah, it's a great cool. name. I hope you get to name your team that one day. What makes Cobbsy special to you? Um, well, Cobbsy is special to me because um, it's like a place where I can go and I can like express my feelings without my parents mm -hmm. and like I can meet new friends. Uh, what makes Cobbsy so special to you? It's um, it's definitely the people and the relationships you develop with friends and counselors and people who've been here for a long time and the whole place like it doesn't change that much each summer and I think that's the best part. You, you know you know what you're expecting Yeah. and you see all your friends, you do all your, the same sports it's awesome, and the food's great. Which is like, if the food was bad, then then that would that would be pretty bad. But the food's actually like <laughs> you look forward to eating rather than oh, it's lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so like that's like a great part about camp, and just and just developing relationships with everyone. Great. Um, I definitely say community and brotherhood is one of the two of the three values, and I see it a lot here. Um, you know, everyone's close to one another, everyone appreciates one another, and everyone's, you know, glad to be with one another. So definitely the community and the relationships you build and develop. Cool. Great. So Sammy and I were walking around camp and saw there were a bunch of little stones, kind of like different areas of camp, and it always felt like it was, you know, highlighting people who had done great things or had been at camp a long time. Uh, what does that mean to you guys? Is that something that, that you'd want to one day um, leave your mark here? Yeah, it would be awesome to get like a brick outside the dining hall. If you've been here for 10 years, you get a brick. Right. And I think that's pretty cool. It doesn't like just show like that you've been here for a long time, but it shows like how much you've grown over your time at Coppicey. And like Griff, he's been here for 31 years now and he got a court named after him. <laughs> and Lloyd will soon get the tennis courts named after him. So I think it's pretty cool that like if you stay here for a long time and develop relationships with people, you can get stuff like put in your name of you. Yeah. Yeah. Something to work towards. Uh, also just having like, you know, your name remembered throughout like, you know, the uh, the, the Cobbacy, I don't know. like. I guess just being remembered through Cobbacy is really special to me because it's such a special place and being able to be remembered through it and, you know, just being able to know that I was a camper here once and that I lived here once was pretty special to me. Isn't it pretty cool that the camp's been around for 116 years? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see how it looked like 116 years ago. Yeah, to look yeah. at old pictures and all that. That's really cool. Anything else? Um, no. Great. You were great, Colby. Thanks, Thanks for, for talking to our questions. Yay. Yay! Can you give us five? Yes! Okay. What a great five-fiver! And those are interviews from Camp Coppicey.
If you are a fan of Camp Cobbsey, which we assume you all are by now after listening to this episode, uh, you can learn more at Camp Cobbsey's website. Um, just, uh, just Google Camp Cobbsey. Uh, it's a really, really well-designed website. I was really impressed with it. And they're going to have a new video coming out sometime, so check that out as well. It's a professional crew. Not a camp crew. Professional crew. Oh, are you guys curious about how Colorware broke this summer? Uh, I think we're going to reveal it on here. We got an extra special <laughs> hot tip from Katie, the assistant director, that they used a seaplane to fly across the lake, I think with their director Josh inside, and then he jumped out and broke Color War to reveal that it was now time for Color War to begin. Uh, yeah, they, they used the guise of filming the new video to like get the whole camp down on the waterfront and then um, had them all get out of the water, and then this plane started flying around, and all the kids were like, what's happening? And then it broke. Yeah. Pretty insane, and pretty cool that we know that, because we are in the know of Camp Calvacy, always. Uh, oh, I also know the name of the Color War teams. Oh, what are they? They are the Gray Dementors. Cool, creepy. And the Blue Vortex. Perfect. Those are good. I like that. I can't wait to see the plaques. We'll feature them on the Insta. Speaking of the Insta, ready for Happy Camber social media? Our favorite part and your favorite part? You can find us on Facebook at Happy Campers Podcast. Instagram, Happy Campers Podcast. Twitter, Happy Campers Pod. Gmail, Happy Campers Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, find us on iTunes and please rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, as always, we want to hear from you. Season two. Boom, it's happening. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. <laughs> Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.